Welcome back to our third segment of Solid Steps Radio. We are a show for men by men talking about things from a man's perspective. And we're talking today about the business world and how that is not a separate world from your world. It's all one world that we're in, guys. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. I looked this up that it looks as if about eight of Jesus's 12 disciples were businessmen. Seven of them were fishermen. One of them was a tax collector. And, and so Jesus did not go to the synagogue to recruit seminary students. <laughs> he went to the business world. And maybe that's something that we can be thinking about and you're out doing your work, guys. If you own a business or you are an employer or even an employee, how can this be implemented into day-to-day life? You know, guys, I, I just love how um, God's call really is, uh, you know, we think we need to go into full-time ministry. And some of us are called to do that. And we're supposed to do that. But for many of us, it's... it's can, can I enter? Because I, we, I have a problem when we say that we're called to go into ministry because we believe you're in ministry. I, that's where that's I was my, going. I was going, I, that's where I was going, no, Bruce. No, but you worded it wrong at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's the, that's the problem in a lot of churches. That we, that, 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 how do we verbalize that? But we need to always affirm that we are in ministry. We, all of us are in ministry. Are, are called to the ministry of the gospel, right? right. And, and, and so, you know, one of, one of the examples I love is uh, two of my friends who are in the business world, and they were having coffee one day in a coffee shop, and the coffee workers in two different scenarios, two different workers, they came to them and said, you're a, you're a pastor, aren't you? You're a preacher. And they said, no, I'm, I'm actually have my own business. And, and they were kind of surprised. But I think that's a beautiful example of how all of us are are to be and are called to ministry, um, guys. In the in in your what in, in your passion, and what you guys try to do day in and day out is to help guys and and ladies to live out the gospel message in the work world. Talk about that. Yeah, that's exactly right, Kurt. Um, and and it extends. A little beyond that, we we talk about want, wanting to be Jesus with skin on for our employees, mm-hmm. so that they see Jesus through us and the way that they that we behave and the character that we are as a business and also as as uh, an employer. But even beyond that, you can take the love of Jesus to your customers. We. We have gotten phone calls from our clients that'll say, hey, I know you all are praying people. Will you pray for my sister who has cancer, or will you lift up in prayer someone? And that's because when we do a conference, we always bless the food. And when we have an opportunity at work, we always bring people together if there's something going on. We'll say, let's get together, let's pray. We get right in the middle of our company and pray together for something that's going on. So ministry into the workplace, ministry even to our clients and our vendors is an extension of what we do. Mm, I love that. And Bruce, uh, when did when did this become a real passion of yours? When you When you recognized... You know, I'm not just a Christian, and I'm not just a person who I, you know, have a business. When, when did that really, your, your uh, eyes opened to that? 2000, 2001, uh, my wife and I would pull away 
to do planning, strategic planning as a couple and in business. And uh, one of those sessions that we pulled aside, uh, the realization, Henry Blackaby says, join what God's doing, and God had been blessing this ministry on the side of my computer business. And, and so I made a commitment to join God and figure that out uh, then. Uh, <clears throat> went to my forum group and shared that my plan with them, and they said they wouldn't pay me for the ministry. And I was like, well, that kind of stinks. Uh, because uh, that's half of the plan. <laughs> and so it took me another two or three years to figure that out and, and uh, some steps along the way before TCA was launched in 2005. So, um, Larry, what about you? When, you, you know, when, when did this, this concept – because I think that so many times um, – and I think this goes back centuries in the life of the church. You, you kind of have the clergy, you know, and then you have the laity – and, you know, the laity, they go, they go do their work, you know, and the clergy, they're kind of separate and distinct. And really, the Bible doesn't really teach like that. It's we've all been given this ministry of the gospel. We've all been given the ministry of reconciliation, you know, what Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And that it's, it's our privilege and responsibility to be ambassadors for Christ. Well, Chris, Scripture tells us that we're all part of the priesthood. So what, what does that mean? It means that we ought to act like priests in a way that we minister to the people that come across our paths, uh, wherever that happens to be. Um, Jesus said 26 times in the Gospels, it is written. And he didn't say that in the synagogue. He said that out where he was meeting people so for us, as, as part of the priesthood, as part of the ministers, we need to know what it is written to be able to share with the people that cross our paths. And where else is it better to share that than the people you spend uh, 40 or more hours with every week, and they become a part of your family. They are the brothers and sisters that Jesus refers to so many times, as well as other people. Larry, when—, when when did your eyes get opened to this concept? I, I really believe Business by the Book is the first time that is, as we opened the pages of that book, the pages of our minds were also opened of how do you take ministry into the workplace? Because up until that point in my life, that was a foreign concept. I didn't even think about it. So and then... Go ahead. Well, so in, in, in other words, you were working. I mean, you were a Christian, but you, you would go to work, and and in your mind, I guess it was like, okay, I'm not going to steal, I'm not going to cheat, I'm not going to lie, um, and that's that's the essence of my Christian life. Is that is, is am I saying that correctly from your perspective? Sure. We we take business ethics and apply it to our business. We never thought about taking biblical ethics and biblical standards and applying those beyond us as individuals into our business where it changes the way that we do business. It changes the way we interact with people. Mm. That it, You're bringing the kingdom of God with you into the work world. Uh, is that how you see it, Bruce? I, 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 and it's more than that, it's, it's actually using the platform that you have. If you're a successful business person, 
people start looking up to you in a special way. And mm-hmm. so you you now have a platform for ministry that few people have because you're in business. And so how can you take that and begin intentionally, strategically bring your faith in for evangelism and discipleship? And that's taking it to another level of, of intentionality. Uh, give us an example, guys, of how, how do you do that? Okay, you're the business owner, you got 10 employees, you got 100 employees, um, and you, you go, you know, okay, I'm a Christian, I, I want to let my light shine, um, I want to bring biblical principles and, 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 and really run my business according to the scriptures, but how do I do that um, in a practical way, bringing Christianity into my business world? Well, the uh, practical example would be we had a, a TCA member recently in this past year who implemented prayer in the workplace at the very beginning of the day in the construction area. And he empowered his supervisors to pray with his team before they started their day. And he's noticed at by the end of the year, this was their best safety year ever. And he attributes the prayer at the beginning of the day to be impactful for that purpose. So it's just a simple prayer of, Lord, we give you this day. We need your wisdom. We need your help. We need your guidance. And I just pray your grace and your blessing over the guys and the folk and the ladies who are, who are working out in the field today. And, uh, and you just pray it in Jesus' name mm-hmm. and off they're running. And they're, yeah. all, they're seeing the blessing of God with that. Yeah, I, I wasn't there to know exactly what they prayed. I just knew that he empowered them. That's awesome. And, and I think that's the the essence is a lot of times we we don't have the boldness to even mention God in the workplace. And so that's a, a good starting point is that you you become bold for Christ. That's one of the tenets of TCA is becoming bold for Christ, unashamed Christian. Yeah, the Bible says uh, the righteous are as bold as a lion. Yeah. So we, we start all of our leadership meetings with prayer and praise. Now we don't get up and sing and dance as you might think in praise, but but we do list on the board those things for which we thank God for that week. And then we have a long prayer list of people or causes and then we take turns with our leaders praying. That's awesome. That is good stuff. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back in the fourth and final segment coming up. We're going to talk about the third annual Business and Ministry Conference, and we're going to talk about what that means, why do they get together, and what happens, and maybe how you can have an opportunity uh, to come be a part of that if you're a business owner or in the ministry, and you just want to uh, rub shoulders with other Christians who are in the business world. So we're going to come uh, back in a minute, talk more about that on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our fourth and final segment. We're talking today with Bruce Zeller and Larry Roach, and they are uh, both on the board with, and Bruce is the founder of the Christian Advantage. Uh, That is a Christian uh, monthly business coaching group. And uh, for more information on them, you go to thechristianadvantage.com or .org? .com. .com. And as in commerce, right? It's a business, right? <laughs> and uh, but we're going to talk in this segment about the third annual Business and Ministry Conference, which is going to be on February the 20th. And uh, 
the the best place to get information is, and I'll we'll hit this at the end of the segment as well, is businessministryinitiatives.org. Businessministryinitiatives.org. And you can have more information about how you can attend that conference. So this is the third annual, guys. And so what in the world, how did you ever even start this thing? Well, it, it, most things start by God's stance, if you would. Mm-hmm. And so don't really, not intentionally say, okay, this is a first conference. And so, that, but um, God sent three people in my life to uh, get started in Transform Louisville initiatives. And so we put together a, a gathering. Uh, within the TCA program, we'd get together as, uh, as a large group twice a year. Which and is what, 40, what did you say, 40 or 50 businesses? 40 to 60, depending on years and different. Um, but, but the, and so we'd get the, everybody together and we'd do a combined program that had interest for everybody. And so uh, a little over two years ago, um, organized the first conference, though we didn't know it was a conference at the time, I guess you could say. <laughs> And it was to bring businesses and ministries together, working with the church. And how do you connect church leaders, church body of Christ with ministries and businesses all working together, the whole body of Christ, each part doing their part. And that became the theme of of this conference. And each year it's been building of how do you inspire uh, educate, inspire, and then mobilize the body of Christ, especially in the business community, to do their part. Mm. The, uh, and so the first year, it's kind of almost, you just, God's kind of putting it all together, and you realize, mm-hmm. wow, this is our first conference. Yeah. So then you go, I, I think maybe the Lord's leading us to do a second one. And now here you are in your third one, and you're hoping to have hundreds of folks there. And um, there's a special speaker. Uh, Mark Whitaker is the speaker. He's the informant of the probably the largest price scandal ever. He wore a wiretap for the FBI for three years. Uh, he almost got out of jail free, uh, but he uh, he continued in some sins of his past, and his greed got him caught up, and so he ended up with um, nine years in jail. And in that process, he got discipled through an Operation Timothy study that I'm sure he'll talk about and, uh, and got mentored by Chuck Colson because he was in jail. And so the prayers of his wife and support of his wife and this whole process uh, paid huge dividends. Changed his life. And, um, and he's, he's got a story to tell. So we're going to hear from him. Um, and then there's a whole bunch of bro- breakout sessions. Talk about some of the breakout sessions. Well, there's 15 total breakouts. Uh, they run in five different tracks. And so there's a, a business ministry track, and there'll be three sessions on how do you do business and ministry all mixed in together. Uh, there's a more of a discipleship, spiritual track of prayer, which Larry Roach would be He's doing the segment on prayer, how does prayer in the workplace work, how's discipleship in the workplace work. Um, then there's a, a nonprofit track um, and uh, two other tracks that to choose from. But basically there's 15 sessions uh, to choose from, 
uh, very practical. And the biggest thing that we're focusing on this year is what's your next step of each breakout you attend. And so we want to begin mobilizing everybody that attends to take at least three steps or three commitments as a result of their conference. Get I, educated, inspired, and mobilized. That's awesome. Larry, to talk, with, uh, talk with us a little bit about how do we bring, you mentioned prayer into the work world. How do we bring a, a disciple making, a discipleship focus into the work world? What are some practical things that we can do? Good. Thank, thank you, Kurt. And, and I would just like to encourage the men that are listening to us today yeah. that are trying to figure out how do you do business and ministry? I, I don't even know where to start. Come to the conference. Get a first step because every long journey starts with one step. And that's what we would look for is what can I do as the first step? Mm. So your question is how do you bring discipleship into, into the workplace? One of the things that we do is we take the leadership sessions from TCA, and I have a lunch with our leaders within our company, and we take the material from TCA and take it one level down in our organization. That's one way that we do. We have a corporate chaplain. Now, we as business owners can attempt to be a minister to our employees, and we should do that, but sometimes... There's that line where you need someone independent, especially if it's work-related, to have a resource and have a chaplain to talk to. That's another way you can do that. Um, we let me back up just a little bit on that on the on the chaplaincy thing. You know, I I didn't know anything about that until you know a few years back, and it's amazing what employees are going through. I it mean, they, 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 they have a spouse that has, you know, terminal cancer and or, or they have difficulties in marriage. And it's an opportunity for that chaplain to come in and come alongside that family, whether they're churched or not, and to be a resource and be a blessing. Is that? That's, that's exactly right. And, and for our corporate chaplain, he has shared with me that he's been involved in marriages and funerals. Um, hospital visits, uh, and just been able to come, as you said, alongside the employee and give them some spiritual uh, knowledge and encouragement that's applicable to their lives where they are today. Mm, That's good stuff. Mm. On the conference, one of the things, we we are having over 30 exhibitors and they're either companies or ministries there. And so another part of the conference is that connecting. And how do you get connected? One of the things that we've I've seen every year at the conference is, oh, I didn't know. And so that education is a huge part of the conference. Uh, Larry mentioned helping people take their next step, that oftentimes we don't get take the first step because we can't see the 10th step mm-hmm. or we think we need to take 10 steps. But the but our Christian walk is one step at a time. And so part of the conference is it's geared that everybody can take a step of wherever they're at. Mm-hmm. And so some of the steps are for challenging people who are further on the path, like Larry. Others are for those who are taking their very first step, like Larry did in 1996. Mm-hmm. And so the, the 
it's meant for everybody, and our, my experience has been that everybody who's come to the conference in uh, 15 and six, or seven, 16 and 17 has been blessed by it and taken next steps. So they need to come to the conference and uh, bring, a, bring a friend. Bring a friend, yeah. You know what, guys, uh, this has been a blast to have you. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for sharing your Thank heart. You. I love what you guys are doing for the kingdom. Um, but uh, Bruce, would you pray for us? Pray for us guys that we would be bold and and uh, strong and courageous. And Lord, uh, we do thank you that you're the Lord of Lords and King of Kings and, and never tire of recognizing who you are and what you're about. But I pray for open eyes for mm-hmm. each individual to take their next step with you. And Lord, for those that you're calling to this conference, I pray that you'll convict them to take their next step and come. Mm-hmm. Pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Larry. Thank you, Bruce. So February, you. February the 20th from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. There's a continental breakfast and lunch included. And that's at the Triple Crown Conference Center over at 1776 Plantside Drive, Louisville, Kentucky, 40299. That's over in the J-Town area. And again, the third annual uh, business and ministry conference with keynote speaker uh, Mark Whitaker. And he was the gentleman portrayed in the movie The Informant. And he's going to be the keynote speaker. And again, that's a one-day seminar Uh, conference, I should say. And if you want more information about signing up and registering that, you go to businessministryinitiatives.org. That's businessministryinitiatives. And you can figure out how to spell initiatives if you just Google it, .org. (laughs) So uh, we want to thank our uh, our sponsors of our show, uh, L&N Credit Union, uh, Vision First, uh, Bright Star Home Care, Dan Hart, Frank Enterprises, and Country Lake Christian Retreat Center. And we want to thank you for listening. And again, if you know someone who owns a business uh, who or is a decision maker in the business, uh, the question is, do you think they would benefit from going to that conference? Are they going to walk out of that conference more equipped, more confident to do uh, the work and the gospel of Christ in their field? Because you're destined to walk with God, and that doesn't mean after you get done working. That's during and in your work. It's part of God's ministry. So uh, we thank you for listening to our show. And thank you especially for passing it along to anyone else who wants to listen to Solid Steps Radio. 